So obviously last time we talked, um, we made our first round predictions and now the NBA Eastern Conference has started off. So let's go right into the West. Which by the way, by the way, I don't know about you, but I got all my first round predictions right. Like not like I got all the teams right. I didn't get the games right, but. For the Eastern Conference? For for the entire playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I got all all of them right too. My games were off though for a few. I think I gave some teams more respect than they deserved and some teams less. Yeah. My games are all off. Like, yeah, I think I think I had a few. I think the Raptors sweep was the only one that I got right, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I think uh, first round not very interesting. The only two interesting series, though, I mean, we could start off with the game that was last night, Rockets Thunder. Uh, crazy game, crazy finish. What's your first reaction to Houston winning that series? Fucking bro, they're the most underrated defensive team in the league right now. I think the way that they play defense in the clutch. Is ridiculous. Um, I, I was disappointed to see Gallinari miss that last free throw as well. I don't think that would have changed anything, but I think that for Gallinari at least, I kind of wanted him to hit that because he's extremely underrated. Um, but yeah, I mean James Harden, great play there. They not very Manu Ginobili esque as well when Manu blocked. Uh, when Manu yeah, when blocked Manu Harden, blocked yeah. Harden, when was that? Twenty fifteen. A kind of a, a very similar play. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was good to see him do it on defense, considering that he wasn't playing very good on offense either. Like, he was so bad, yeah. I think he had under 20 points, like 19 points on really inefficient shooting. And Lou Dort was the guy who Yo, actually yeah. had the best offensive game. He had, like, 28 on the night. Um, and who knows, that three, considering how hot he was, might have went in. So, the great defensive play that led to a lot of timeouts. I think one thing to take away from, like, a viewership perspective is that yeah, like the, last, the NBA like needs to seconds. remove the number of timeouts that yeah. people have. Like, the NBA is supposed to be the fastest-moving game in sports out of, like, the big four, and this was an example of when it was bad. And I think that, like, the reviews, it's a little too much. The coach's challenge is a little too much sometimes. I don't mind the coach's challenge because it does uh, reflect a timeout if you get it wrong. Yeah, I like the coach's so, challenge, too. So I don't mind using that to eat up a timeout, but having – Two each in the last two minutes, which they usually save in the last thirty seconds, is just too much. The, yeah, the last sec, the last like two two point two seconds of the game, like after um, when James Harden blocked Lou Dort, like the, the after that, it legit took maybe like five seven minutes before they even got the inbound pass in. I, I think they said that uh, the last minute was sixteen minutes real time. Yeah. And that's too much. So the NBA got to figure something out. And um, speaking, of, that. speaking of the last inbounds play. Um, because Chris Paul called the timeout right, right before they inbounded it the first time. OKC, they could have scored that. They, they, they had, they had um, if you go back and watch the game, Steven Adams had his man sealed out inside. He had a wide open lane to the hoop. Um, but whoever was inbounding, I think Shea Gilles Alexander was inbounding it, he just didn't see it. And I think, they, I mean, they really fucked that inbounds play up too. Uh, why? Yeah, why and then the second time, after the timeout, they effed it up too again. They should have right? locked, and then, yeah. And then, Steven Adams ends up catching it they, at the three-point line. Steven, like, yeah, Steven Adams is the right person to give the ball to, just not at the three-point line. Like, just give no, it to you him You wanted inside. a lob to him or just give it to him inside. He, he could was, just put yeah. up a little flick over Covington. Like, Covington's not going to block if Steven I, Adams' shot. Like, that's a good play. If I was the uh, Rockets. Chris Paul, yeah. Chris Paul didn't really come through as much as – He hit some big uh, shots, though. He hit some big shots, but then near the end there, he missed a mid-range jumper. It was way short, like barely hit the rim. Yeah, uh, And then – 
obviously. Even Harden and Westbrook didn't play very good the last few minutes. Like, it was P.J. Tucker hitting a floater. It was all defense. And Covington too. hitting two threes. And, yeah, an all-defense sort of thing, which is what you see in Game 7, right? And That's what you love, yeah. It turns out that Houston's defense ended up winning it, which was really shocking. But, like you said, underrated defense, especially a guy like Harden who's had a bad reputation on defense. He sort of <laughs> turned that around the last, like, year or so, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I mean, like, I'm putting Tyson Chandler in the game because I think they're going to just go for the easy log, right? Like, I don't want yeah. Stephen Adams to match up with a six foot six guy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Houston disappointed. But the, this is the one thing that always that, – that basketball comes back to. You can score all the points you want. The theme all year long was three-point shooting and, and like, 150-point games. And even in, like, game one and two of some of these rounds, they're high-scoring games. But the minute – the minute it's game six, game seven, and the season's on the line, the same thing matters, and that's defense. Defense always wins you championships. It will always be like that. You know, like, you see the Denver Nuggets game, freaking – the Nuggets the Nuggets scored, like, 80 points. Which, yeah, it was 80-78. Which is ridiculous. Like, that, that's, like, that, that's, that's ridiculous. That's that's yeah. so low. Like you, like that's a scoreline. Like in in the fucking in like with six minutes left in the third quarter in some games. Like it, it's it, it's defense wins you championships, and I love to see that in twenty twenty. It's the same principle. One hundred percent. It doesn't matter when the game is played. It seems like every game seven is always a defensive go, game, yeah. and the scores are always super low. And speaking of Nuggets Jazz, what if Mike Conley hits that shot? Yo. That would have been uh, – and, and honestly, like, Donovan Mitchell deserves the max. I know he's getting signed to the max, but he 100% deserves it. He, should, he balled out. Uh, he needs help, though. They need Bogdanovich back next year, and they, they need a little bit extra there. But I just feel yeah. like offensively, they're not that good. Defensively, they're good enough. They, they offensively, they're missing some stuff, Yeah, in my opinion. But, yeah, Nuggets advance. Um Rockets advance. I think let's go right into our predictions then. For yes, sir. let's start with Clippers Nuggets, uh, since that's tipping off tonight. In about three hours, that game's gonna be on. What I, do you expect out of this series? I got Clips in five. Uh, second five. Round, second round is 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 Kawhi Leonard time, baby. It, we I mean, we saw Kawhi. We saw playoff Kawhi in the first round. Normally he normally Kawhi Leonard he waits around and he he takes the first round easy, but not this year. I mean this guy's locked in. Um, uh, and Martin uh, Montrez Harrell starting to go off. I hope they get Pat Bev back um, for the Clippers' sake um, pretty soon because he's a big piece that would have helped them get through Dallas a lot quicker. I think. I mean, he can get into Luka. He could have gotten into Luka Doncic's head way. Like though, that's that's the way you stop Luka Doncic. You get into his head, and Pat Bev would have done that in no time. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the the Clippers are going to run away with this one. I, I I don't I just don't think Denver's good enough. Do they still don't have Pat Bev? I, I don't think back? he played in the last game. I may, maybe he didn't. I just sound like an absolute idiot there for the last few minutes. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't but. think he played yet. Um, I was just wondering because I've seen him on the bench. Yeah, he's been on the bench. Um, but I think he'll be, he'd be an important piece he's a huge if piece they're set. missing him uh, because we saw what Jamal Murray was able to do last yeah. in the last round, dropping 50, 42, and 50 in three consecutive games. I'm concerned about that quad injury that we saw kind of re-arise when uh, Joe Ingles need him. Yeah, in, the lot, in Game 7, so I'm not sure if he's 100% healthy. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video of him reacting to the game being played Thursday. He was, like, shook that they didn't have two games, two days off in between. He was kind of like, oh, yeah, are you serious? Yeah. He was, like, shook. So I, I don't know if maybe they won't be ready to be able to be a little injured, a little fatigued. But yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, going... too, that they, they play him so quickly. Like, you know, it's, 
between rounds. Yeah, I think it's. I think the only reason is because there's no travel time in between games now, yeah. so they can start them right away. But yeah, usually they would get a couple of days off. But the NBA is just truncating this. They're just trying to go before yeah they, any COVID or anything gets in. Yeah. I guess right. It's just get as many games in as possible. Like normally, like they, it's crazy how they're good. The freaking the Raptors series is going to be three games in before the Clippers series even gets started. Like normally, it's going to be a, it's going to be a huge drop off between yeah. once the NBA finals starts. Like the Maybe, Eastern team is going to be waiting for a while if they keep doing it like that. Yeah, I, they just better not start the third round before this before the second round's over. I just don't want to see that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of stupid. But I'm gonna go Clippers in six. Clippers in six and the yeah. reason why is because I don't know if I can trust Paul George still, and if he's not playing 100, percent then this, this yeah. team isn't as good as would be expected. Kawhi basically gave 100 percent in the first round. Like he didn't want to give that much, but this Mavs team really tested him. So I think both teams are ready, and I feel like I want to give the Nuggets a bit of respect. Yeah. Especially with the advantage Jokic is going to have inside against Montrez and Zubac, I think that um, I think he's going to eat this series. And I think you Jamal think so? Murray, I think he's going to eat. Yeah, of course. I think Jokic is the best center in the NBA, and uh, that's the only real weakness on the Clippers roster is there is probably their ability to defend big centers. So I think yeah. Jokic should play really well. I don't know if he will. He's kind of been on and off in the playoffs, yeah, he's but seven, hey. Yeah, but he could be the best player um, for the for definitely for the Nuggets. So I'm excited to see if he can kind of like take advantage of that mismatch. And so I'm going to give him two games. I'm going to yeah. give him respect. I think they're better than the Mavs, so I think that they deserve two games automatically. So I'm going to go, yeah, Clippers and six for me. And I think we both know for sure that the Clippers are moving on. Like this is not going to be yeah. a super close series, I don't think. There will be some close games, but I feel like the Clippers – have by far the best player and a significantly deeper roster. Oh yeah, hundred um, yeah. percent. The the next series though, this this is the one that this is the one that I think people are really underestimating. A lot of people are saying, yeah, the Lakers are going to take this one easily, but I just I just don't know if it'll be that easy though. I, I, I don't think I don't think it's going to be easy. This one's going seven in my mind. I, I don't think it's easy. Yeah, I just don't. I, I I'm taking the Houston Rockets. I'm sticking with my prediction. What from the start? I've been saying Houston's going to win the championship this year. I've been saying that, and I almost looked like an absolute idiot last night when they almost got eliminated in the first round against Oklahoma. <laughs> Good fuck, Houston. There's something about them. They're going to win a championship in 2020. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to speak into existence, yo. Yeah, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I've seen the volatility of this team was in effect when we saw in the first round, right? They, they got taken to seven by, yeah, by a Thunder three. team that's not nearly as good as them. And it's now they got yeah. to punch above their weight and try and take down this Lakers team. Unlike you, I'm going to go Lakers in seven, but I think it's going to be a close battle. I'm just saying if, um, this, if this goes seven games, like you said, LeBron James in Game Seven's unbeatable. Like, I, he is ridiculous in Game Sevens. Um, like if this goes, are, are seven, you picking Houston in six? Then? I'm picking Houston really? six. If this goes seven games, Lakers are winning. That, there's no way. Like LeBron, you look at his averages in Game Seven; it's like 38 points a game or something like that. Yeah, Game like, Seven, LeBron is. It's just um, not fair. It's yeah, it's not fair. It's the best thing in basketball, basically. It's so. ridiculous. I mean, like for, for some perspective, Kobe Bryant throughout his career, he his his Game Seven average was 22 points a game in Game Seven. LeBron's like a 35, which it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, game seven is not like you, we talked about earlier. The scores are way lower in these games. The, the defense is way tighter, but LeBron still gets it done. And I think if this goes seven, 
Houston's fucked. <laughs> Houston's yeah. Fucked. I mean, you might be right. Houston, they're so volatile that they might be they might just punch above their weight and they could win this in six. And I think yeah. that they, there's the superstar matchup that we wanted. And from a viewership perspective, I think the NBA got the best that they could have wanted with the Rockets yeah. obviously winning last night and then even Denver winning. I think that increases the viewership for both of these series. I think the Jazz would have got wrecked and okay, would Thunder would have got destroyed, like absolutely destroyed by the Lakers. So I know I'm really excited too. I think, yeah, Lakers in seven. You're picking Houston yes, in sir. six. That's a Bro. bold prediction that is either going to look <laughs> stupid in a week or it's going to look like the GOAT pick in two Yo, weeks. Who knows? You, you ain't ready for my third round prediction, bro, when Houston gets two. Just joking. <laughs> yeah. Houston Yo. four against the Clippers. <laughs> but also, look at Houston. Look how they, like, they, the only times, like, okay, last year they kind of choked. I think they should have beat Golden State last year, but the year before that, they would have beaten the Warriors. They 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 would have won the championship if Chris, if Chris Paul if Chris Paul didn't get hurt. Because you know when you're up three two, I think they could have won that game six, and they could have won that game seven, especially if they had Chris Paul back in 2018. Like Houston's come so close, and they've like they've never really been blown out in the playoffs recently, at least. Um, and when they mm-hmm. have lost, it's against the Golden State Warriors team that's better than this Lakers team. Now, I'll be. I think the Chris Paul Rockets are better. I don't. I, I don't know if the Chris Paul Rockets are better than than these Rockets right now because CB3 is a better player. I mean, he would fit better on the Rockets today. But this small ball is crazy enough in my work. It just is. If this Rockets team uh, can actually extend the series, which I expect that – I don't think anyone would think that the series is five or less. Yeah. Like, this series is six. This series is seven. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. Like, the team is definitely similar. The focal point is still hardened, but that 2018 team was – I don't know if they were hungrier, if they were different, but that team was just different than this uh, Westbrook yeah. Harden team. Like I just don't trust this team as much yeah. with with Westbrook instead of Chris Paul. I don't know if you feel the same, but that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's tough. But, I, but how about we look beyond the Rockets and look at other teams that Mike D'Antoni's coached? Small ball. Last time really was in two thousand six, two thousand seven, when he coached the Phoenix Suns when they had Sean Marion and Steve Nash and those guys. I think Stoudemire was injured that in, in Stoudemire was injured that year. I think. Um, that was the year that they could have won a championship if Robert Horry didn't hip check Steve Nash out of bounds, and then yeah, Nets and Nets then, coach Steve yeah, Nash. Yeah, and then Boris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve Nash. Yeah, no, 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 hear me out. And then that was the year that Boris Yeo and uh, who else got got suspended? I think I, well, I, th- I think it might have been Stoudemire got suspended. And the, I mean, Daryl Morey. Yeah, I think Stoudemire. Uh, I think it was Dan Tony. Because he, he yeah, this the isn't bench. the first time Dan Tony's tried small ball. He's been successful doing small ball. He almost won a championship doing small ball against against the the Spurs team back then. Um, he almost won it in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, right? he almost like, won it back in the two thousands. Almost won twenty eighteen, twenty twenty. This is the year. Like, and you look, and if you look at like the East, uh, we're seeing that the two top seeds are down two. Yeah. This would never have happened if there was home court. Yeah. Neither of these teams would be down two. So there's like a bridge in the gap between these higher seeds and these lower seeds. So. That gives Houston an even better and chance then, than if they were to go to L.A. and try and play two, yeah. pl- try and play four or seven in Los Angeles. Staples are not winning. There's just no way. And also, yeah. you, you've heard many players mention how right, the, depth percept- the, depth per- the depth perception in the bubble is way better than, than actual arenas because the arenas are way smaller and uh, there's no crowds, right? And so it helps shooters out right. in Houston. What do they do? They only shoot threes. I swear to God. And if you you're slowly buying if me, if you catch this. if you catch Houston on a night when they're hot, no no one can beat them. There's no no one can beat Houston when when they're when they're hot. Um, that being said, 
it there's not often another hot yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's fifty fifty. Like it's, it's like it's, it's like thirty five percent of the time. They're gonna they're gonna blow out the Lakers like once yeah, or twice like maybe in the series. I think it's gonna happen a couple times. They just they just shoot so well and the Lakers are very in and out with their shooting. Yeah. Like Danny Green, I don't even think we gotta talk about it. He's been <laughs> butthole since the finals last year he's been yeah, terrible been since game two because game two i think it was game two maybe game three i think actually no it was game three he dropped six yeah. threes and helped the raptors win after that yeah he is I've, i haven't seen him like where's he been where's this guy been but anyway any uh quick reaction before we go to the bucks and, or the raptors do you are you worried which team are you more worried about i'm worried more worried about the bucks for sure i'm, I'm worried about their future because I think Giannis is going to leave. I, I don't want Giannis to leave. I want Giannis to stay and, and win a championship in Milwaukee because he's got GOAT potential. There's any player in the league right now. I mean, obviously LeBron, but Giannis has GOAT potential. If he can stick it out like Michael Jordan did and if he can get through these tough years and finally win a championship, I mean, and put Milwaukee on the map the way the way MJ put Chicago on the map, I mean, th- th- this guy's he's headed toward being in the GOAT conversation. And but if he leaves and takes the easy way out, that's the same way LeBron took the easy way out. KD took the easy way. Out. I mean, chick, fucking Kawhi went out. Like I'm not saying Kawhi took the easy way out, but I mean he he left his team like that. If he starts ring chasing, man, like I'm just gonna start losing so much respect for him. Um, like stick through it the same way Steph Curry stuck through it. Uh, Kyle Lowry stuck through it. It, it. it just I'm worried that he's gonna leave, and I don't want him to leave because it, it feels way better that if you stick through the tough times in this chase than ring chase. So yeah, I'm more worried about Milwaukee for sure. What do you think of the end of game two? Did you see yeah. uh, the two calls? I just think none of them. That neither of them should have been called. Neither of them should have happened. The result was was right with Miami deserving yeah. to win. Obviously, because they just should never call. They fouls shouldn't have called the Dragic bro. That, they should never call shooting fouls when a guy doesn't touch his his yeah. arm in the final minute of play. If he stands in his zone a little bit, like come on, this the is, thing is though, ridiculous. It, that's the Zaza Pachulia effect right there. That that's that's a Zaza yeah, on Kawhi. It is a Zaza, yeah, you're um, right. But especially the Gordon, because at least Giannis, like he was running toward him, right? So I could see where you might see a foul, even though I still don't think it should have been foul. But the Gordon jogging for him. I think the call was the left hand on his lower back as yeah. he passed him, which is and stupid. that was that was post release. That was after he released yeah, the ball. So yeah, they shouldn't have called either. But though. The Gordon jogging is way worse. Uh, when you're just standing there. one, they're both pretty bad. I don't know yeah. which, I don't know which, like, when you watch the Dragish one, the more you watch it, the more you realize, like, okay, this is bullshit. But then you watch that one too, you're like, man, that's, that's a bad call And the too. thing like, is, though, didn't have, none of them have their coaches challenged either. Like, they couldn't have, they couldn't have challenged the play, which if they did, yeah. they probably wouldn't have been overturned. Probably would have been overturned. Yeah, I think both probably would have been overturned, which I don't know, though. Sometimes these refs seem stubborn. Yeah. They they get the coaches challenge, they use it, and then the refs are like, "Nah, we didn't f yeah. up," and then they just stick with it. They come up with some lame excuse, but yeah. Also, the Raptors too. Uh, I p- I picked them in seven. I did a solo pod where I just talked about that one. Not looking too good. Not looking too good. It's not over yet. Uh, but yeah. game three is is today. And I think they started now. Obviously, it's it's a must win. Yeah, they're starting probably in about ten minutes. Uh, it's a, both are a must win for both these teams. Like you can't go down three nothing. That's just. Obviously, and no one in NBA history has come back from that. So both teams yeah. got to win, and let's make these series interesting. Come on, like, yeah. like come on, Bucks, come on, Raptors. You guys got to do something here. These two teams are still undefeated: Celtics and the Heat. Which it looks like there is a potential Eastern Conference Final clash with That'd these two teams, um, which would be serious. sick. I can't lie. But that's that. the, that's like the thing that. that I've been saying this all like for a lot long time now. Jimmy Butler. Teams that Jimmy Butler plays on overperform every single year. 
I like legit, like the way that the way that um you look at last year, the way that uh Joel Embiid was playing for the 76ers against Toronto. D- Toronto was not supposed to be taking seven games by Philadelphia. Joel Embiid, he, other than one game, was, was straight ass. I mean, that should have been a quick five-game series, you know, the way Joel Embiid was playing. But Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler-led teams, and I'm not saying it's just Jimmy Butler doing all the scoring, which sometimes he does, but he just has a way to motivate his teams. He pulled the he, – he got the fucking Minnesota Timberwolves into the playoffs. He got the Timberwolves <laughs> into the playoffs. How do you do that? <laughs> and it was in the last game of the yeah. year, too. I mean, it's just like, bruh, like every year the team he plays on overperforms and it, the Heat are doing it again. It's He's doing it again. And the, the way he played in game one, I think it was, where he was clutch as shit. He dropped 40 points, I think, in that one or one of those games. Um, yeah, game, game, one, game yeah. one, he dropped 40 on 13 and 20 shooting. And then the second game, he dropped 13 on yeah, three he, he, shooting. He had, so. he had bad offensive game. So it, it doesn't matter he, he, he like, what he does. He brings the defense, and, the and he's their clear yeah. leader, the energy, the hard work, and the scrappy team. Uh, Bam Adebayo has been an issue for Giannis, too. He, yeah. th- this zone plus Bam is giving him a lot of problems. Giannis. And Obviously, the Raptors solved them last year, and now it seems like nothing's changed with this team. They're even worse than last year. They don't have Brogdon. So, I don't know. Like This, this scary Bucks team in the regular season is – is consistently underperforming the playoffs, which, yeah. like you're saying, is scary. If uh, I don't want to see Giannis leave either, unless it's to Toronto. But <laughs> um, like, if he leaves, that would be yeah. terrible for that franchise. They got to keep him. Like you said, he's definitely a future goat potential player yeah. with just the way he plays. Um, I, I'm the way I, I I couldn't help but make James Harden comparisons when I was watching Giannis play last night, and that's what I mean by that. Like he wasn't jacking up threes. But the way he was playing once he started to miss a lot of his shots is the same way James Harden plays when he starts missing a lot of his shots. He starts taking really dumb, sh- like the really low IQ shots. He was trying to fade away, and he was like, he was he. Some of the shots weren't even hitting the rim. He would just fade away with three guys all over him, thinking it's Kobe Bryant, and just hit all backboard. And I was like, bro, you they just you can't do that, bro. Like just he doesn't have that in his offensive arsenal. He's got to just go in the paint. Yeah. It, it was tough. Just it was drive tough in, watch. kick it to a shooter. It, yeah, it was tough to watch. Having but... said the close games, they could go either way, though. You know, like I think I could. I I still think Milwaukee and Toronto meet in, in meet in the third round. That that's a bold I prediction at this point. I think I think if you put money on that, you make some good cash right now. But right, who you, I, I was saying, what do you think? Before, I picked, you think Toronto's um, the I picked my. I picked Toronto in seven, so I'm gonna stick with yeah. that. I'm a Raptors fan, so fuck it, let's go Raptors in seven. But I picked uh, Miami in seven because. Uh, Jimmy Butler is the best closer in the East. Yeah, and that's a fact. Yes. And so that that alone was like gave me enough confidence that they would win at seven against Milwaukee. But I don't think Milwaukee's going to roll over. They got the MVP. They got the best player in the series. Yeah. Giannis is going to come back strong next game, and he's going to bully um, Bam Adebayo in, in the Heat. I think next game and sort of probably put things back to earth a little yeah. bit, which will be good to see. I'll say this: I think both series will get to. Both series, both series will be tied at one point. I think, I think Toronto or it'll be either a two-two or three-three tie at one point for both series. I don't think either of these two teams are gonna just roll over. The, the games are too close. I mean, it, legit game two of either of those games could have gone either way. Definitely, uh, Kemba closed out. Yeah, Jimmy Butler Kemba, closed man. out. Oh, uh, Cardiac Kemba, man, he's <laughs> he's a tough cover for the Raptors. Yeah. There's. They don't really have an answer. It's that's the Van issue. Him and then get, Tatum, Tatum's eating. Van Vliet's starting to get a bit exposed on his defense. Is not it's not quite. 
I don't know. It's, it, I I'm not haven't been impressed with Van Vliet's defense. Yeah, me neither. I think on both ends too, he's been shooting yeah, but Jason, a lot of bad shots. Jason Tatum, bro, he snapped he snapped uh, Pascal Siakam last game, yo. Like in the fourth. Yeah, Siakam's <laughs> been really bad too. Uh, Raptor fans are sort of crying right now because Siakam's been really bad. But we'll see what happens yeah. in Game Three. It's not too late. Let's go, Raptors! Come on! I, baby. I just want to say this to all Raptors fans out there. Yeah, like a few weeks ago, some of y'all, I'm not saying all of y'all, but a lot of y'all were saying, oh, look, we don't need Kawhi. We're better without Kawhi Leonard. All right, you're down 2-0 just like you were down 2-0 last year. It's, yeah, here we go. It's, it's time. Prove it. Prove that you're better without Kawhi. Prove that you never need a Kawhi. Let's see you do it. Let's see you do it. I'm not again, I'm like a lot of y'all weren't saying that, but there, are, there were some really delusional Raptors fans that were trying to tell me that they didn't need Kawhi because their regular season record was better this year than it was last year. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, but shit, what do I know? Maybe I'll go fuck around and win a championship. Uh, maybe you will. You know what, man? Yeah, maybe they will, but Wait, no, I think, I think you're right. Time, you, you, do need, you need a superstar. Now's the time, but if they do come back and win, like there's no question this, this route to a championship in theory would be significantly harder without Kawhi. You look at, without that yeah. guy who's going to drop 30 consistently. And you look at the way that... It doesn't matter if he's yeah. inefficient or not. Like, Siakam, this man is not the guy who drops 30 consistently, no. even on bad shooting. He doesn't get to the line enough. He doesn't rebound enough. And that's another thing is Kawhi's rebounding was crazy. Boardman. He led... He, he Yeah, Boardman. He led the Raptors in rebounding over Gasol and Ibaka in the entire playoff yep. run. <laughs> that's crazy. That's actually insane. So And then he turned it into a whole brand and <laughs> started making t-shirts yeah and then he turned into a brand yeah he turned into a saying and probably making millions off, millions <laughs> off that shit man like that's just what Kawhi does he's he's the silent killer yeah and you look at the way toronto's built too i mean the fact when you go in with that roster there are there has never been a team if, if they were to win a championship this year they would be the team to win a championship with their best player on the team okay let me reword this if they won a championship this year they would be the team to have the worst best player to ever lead them to a championship team. Like, the, the best player in Toronto would be the worst best player to ever lead a team to a championship. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at the best... Uh, yeah, I think I If you think look so, at the yeah, best like, player on every single championship team, Toronto's this year would be the worst one on that list. Like, Pascal Siakam, he's not as good as Chauncey Billups or... or I think, I think Chauncey's the only person who comes I mean, but yo, close, Chauncey right? He's probably so good, the worst. Though, like, it, I know he was so good, but he's probably the worst right now, yeah. right, you would say? I mean, like, Chauncey. Every team that's ever won needs a superstar. You need a Kobe. You need a Dirk. You need a Durant. You need a whoever, a fucking I mean, LeBron, right? Yeah. Like Michael Jordan. You need a guy like that, but the Raptors don't have that, which was the concern going into these playoffs. I think I made that clear, but... You know, a lot of fans are delusional in every franchise. So you hear a lot of uh, Raptors are better without Kawhi. Yeah. I'm just like, come on. But now. you never know what's going to happen. Toronto might turn this around. I could. I think they. I think they. I think they're going to win this game. I, I think they're going to win this game. Yeah. Like they're not going to roll over. Same thing with Milwaukee. I think both teams end up winning um, the next two games. And I think uh, also tonight we have Clippers first game. I think the Clippers. I've been resting, so I'm going to take the Nuggets to upset them. For real. Tonight. For real. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Hopefully, uh, Nuggets can make it interesting with the winning the first game. Kind of shock them, just like the Mavs did. I'm going to go completely opposite. I think I think Clippers are going to have one of those games where they just, where they just don't miss. You know, the Clippers. Uh, yeah. It's one or the other. Either yeah. Nuggets are going to win a close game or the Clippers are going to dominate. I think Clippers, you know, some of those games where they just turn it up and they go and they drop like 130 points, 140 points. Pure where business. Everyone is just hitting their threes. And against the Nuggets defense, that's, them, that's yeah. more than likely. 
That's what I'm scared Honestly. of too. Like when the Clippers get hot, more than any other team in the league, the it the it's contagious. The whole team is just on fire, and they just don't miss. Kawhi, they they could play Kawhi for twenty minutes, and it won't even matter because the whole team is draining threes. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'm not gonna take up any more of your time, my guy. All right, all right. We 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 good. We good. Uh, let's go, baby. Let's see what happens. Uh, thanks for joining the pod. Appreciate it. All right, peace. Peace